You're listening to the Photo Facts Podcast at photofactspodcast.com with Jim Felder and Robert Trawick. And here's our hosts, Jim and Robert. Well, that was a nice intro. Thank you very much. That was a very nice intro. Good is, morning. Is it time to change that intro yet? It is. It's we need we need a, a dude on there. He need, when he needs to say why, something. Why do we need a cool. dude? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> something different. Maybe uh, we need to like copy our our. Uh, you're not you're not even like sounding really good there. We're not even sounding good. I don't know what your deal is. All right, how's that? This doesn't control anything. This is the. Uh, this That's is just the, the headphones. Amplifier for our headphones. That's correct. Okay, so. Look, we're really low down here, too. We're like, we're not even peaking at all. That's yeah, a little bit better. That's oh, better. that's much oh, better. Yeah. That's getting us in there. We've only got one. No, we've got three people in Three the, people. So if you're listening to this on Robert's. Uh, oh, here, let me drop this down a little bit. So if you're listening to this on Robert's Facebook channel, switch over to the PhotoFax podcast channel and get the great audio. Okay. So here we are. PhotoFax podcast in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm trying to see our feed over here. Ashley Nicole is in there. Not Ashley Nicole. Ashley, okay, give so, us a shout out. So we're here uh, for the listeners on iTunes and audio. Uh, we are here in Little Rock, Arkansas uh, for the Bedford Camera Photo Expo. Yes, we are. And uh, we are here at our table ready to rock and roll. We're, gonna, we're, we're here to rock and roll because Jim set everything up. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly right. Because Jim is the man. Robert was uh, doing what he does best, talking, Which is talking. talking to people. I'm uh, a talker. So anyway, we are. We will probably have some, you know, notes. But this is just like a an intro kind of right, get right. things started kind of thing. This uh, is kind of a pre-con type thing. Yeah. We have lots of fun people that are come by to say hello and see us. Hey, hi there. Hello. Good morning. Uh, so anyway, we've, we've talked about, we've kind of build, been building this up, uh, over the last couple of ex- episodes. Uh, we're not going to repeat everything we've said, but, um, you know, we've got, uh, things starting here at, at one o'clock today in Arkansas. If you're here in Little Rock, um, we're going to be putting this out pretty soon, but, um, today we've got, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight different events going on. Okay. Uh, now I got to, you know. Talking about this, and again, we're not going to like recite the entire schedule. You guys can go on bedfords.com yeah. and get that schedule and find out what's going on. And obviously, if you've already got a ticket here, and you're already planning, you've already seen, you're already looking at what you're going to see. Yeah. And if you're not coming, you can still go see what you're missing because, you know, as I understand, John and Eric from the John Oklahoma- Rose. Yes. And Eric Williams. And Eric Williams, the, yeah. the, the Little Rock and the uh, Oklahoma City store. This is Photo Expo, the one in Oklahoma's Photo Con. Yeah. They have like a little friendly competition. I, I, yeah. I got to tell you, like. I'm, I'm, this thing's rocking right This here. is pretty rocking. Like, yeah. I think John is kind of going to get the thumbs up this year. And we're, we're talking about, for the listeners, we're talking about the, the flyer, the little uh, yeah, flyer. Actually, yeah, there's I mean, our picture it, down at the bottom. Ooh, that's doesn't, like, it, doesn't it feel good? I think this is a, a, a small version of the poster, actually, that was in Oklahoma Yeah, I City. think it is. But look at the lineup. Okay, did you know they're going to have a, a live model shootout? Wow, that's cool. Oh, yeah, look at the models right there. Oh. oh. <laughs> little silhouettes, little clip Little art. silhouettes that yeah. looking kind of cool. Uh, uh, then you're going to fly a drone from three to four. Oh. Uh, Pete Rezac. 
black and white children character portraits. He's wow. going to be speaking. That's unique. Randy Bacon is going to be here again. Randy yes. was at Photocon yes. in Oklahoma City, and that was just uh, – the images he has down the hallway are just incredible. Yeah, they're, they're photos of homeless folks that, that he has photographed, and it's called uh, – uh, Oh, my mind's blank now. I just saw it. Something ones, seven ones or something. What? Seven million ones. Seven million ones, isn't it? I don't know. Well, anyway, you'll you'll hear later, or go back and look for uh, Kevin. Uh, not Kevin Bacon. <laughs> well, according to according Randy to the, Bacon on yeah, our, not on Kevin our Bacon. Although he's only seven degrees from Randy Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> so go to our. Uh, previous episode you can search our website for randy bacon and find that episode it's a really great episode from oklahoma city uh, photocon there goes okay. jeff moore from bedford camera yes the one and only amazing jeff moore hey everybody what's going on oh no hang on turn get, up that microphone mic. oh, oh, this one right here yeah hey everybody what's going on and uh, i kind of hate to give you some bad news low battery here man oh okay oh. yeah Jim's. <laughs> need to plug that in yeah you got you got a you got a charger? That's okay. We're going to wrap this up here pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, anyway. we're hopefully, it up. hopefully it'll make it through. Yeah, yeah. Andy Womack switched over from Rob's page. Y'all have fun. Yes. All yes. Right. Hello, Thank Mandy. You, Thank you for switching over. Again, if you're actually watching this on Rob's page on Facebook, please switch over to the Photo Facts podcast and get the live good feed with the audio. Uh Hey, what are you going to do? Anything special? Yeah, what are you doing, Jeff? Oh, I'm just going to be bouncing around booth to booth. I am going to be working the ProMaster booth here with Tyler. And we just got a lot of great stuff of memory cards, filters, backpacks, Atomos monitors. Definitely want to check it out. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so we have an Eclipse coming up on the 21st. You guys have some of those, like... Special Eclipse filters? Oh, you know, those are extremely hard now to get your hands on. Are they? Uh, yeah, we've been having a back order for those for a good couple of weeks. There's probably still a few left. Uh, kind of have to one. check with uh, Aubrey. Last I heard, Aubrey said that there might be some still available. Uh, so, like here at the at the expo, I would I would I would find I would check double check on that. It's just something that I overheard. Okay. Uh, then again, she might know where they are if they are not here. We, but, we yep. live on overheard news. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, those, those filters, extremely hard to get your hands yeah, on. They're, they're like, a, what is it, like a 1,000X a, a neutral density filter or something? Up to 16 stops. That's, that's, it's that's, like an crazy amount, right? Yeah, that, that's the amount that you need because a standard neutral density filter, which uh, goes to about 9, is mm-hmm. not going to be enough. You've got to protect that camera of yours with this Eclipse. So they recommend up to 16 stops. Now, what so, would happen if we didn't use one of those? I mean, would it actually it'll burn like, your sensor? Would it burn the sensor up? It will burn your sensor. Yes, just wow. like your like just would like it start if you, a fire. <laughs> no, not not so much as that. But um, with the precautions everybody makes for protecting your own eyes, it's like when that eclipse happens, you don't want to look directly at it because it'll burn your eyes. So. Well, Guess what will happen to your camera? We <laughs> you only have, have one set of eyes. Like, yeah. We can't go get another pair, so, but I can go buy another camera. Right. So if you need something as thick as a welder's helmet, which they all say that is the thickness of it, protection you need for your eyes and for your camera, then that sucker is definitely going to do some damage if you're not properly protected. Wow. Well, we're going to have to go find her and find out if they have any left. Yes. I need to get some before the 21st starts. Yes. Okay. Well, we're talking about how... Uh, how Little Rock seemed to have really stepped this thing up. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. they have, like, a live mall event flying a drone. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that they're going to have a late-night photo shoot with James Byron and Linda Henderson. Night? Yes, they are. And uh, I Like, am... it's going to 11.30 p.m. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, a, a lot of these late night stuff, which is um, starting to kind of uh, be uh, the trend uh-huh. for a lot of these other expos. Uh, Little Rock is um, kind of stepping it up to have an evening shootout, and uh, of course, with the success of the uh, of evening shootout here at Little Rock. Oklahoma City. I mean, we're talking about having late night shoots there for our next expo. Oh, so, that would be next March. Yeah, it would be next March. So uh, again, we uh, we definitely want to uh, promote tonight and see how well it does. It's it's going to be awesome. And for the drones, three o'clock weather permitting, I am going to be overseeing. Uh, you know, some, I think one of the drones. We have DJI's. We have Typhoon drones. I'm have a little bit more handy. You know, this year had here, right? Huh? Is unique here? Uh, no. No, but we have drones. We but have drones. We have drones. And I'm going to uh, try to have a unique drone take flight, weather permitting. So okay, wait, wait, 3 okay. o'clock. So, so Bedford's is actually doing the drone demo. Yes. Yes. A couple, mm-hmm. couple of us employees here. Wow. That's going to be See, awesome. Last year, I, or last year, the year before, they had drones. I never went outside with them. So I'm going to do it this year. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it this year. Oh, we're yeah. Go you know, just kind of you know, uh, be brave and try to fly that sucker right yeah. over that lake there. Yeah. Just kind of have one of those little skimmer <laughs> shots. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you going to make us sign a, like a, a release form in case we trash it? <laughs> in blood. In blood. Okay. Because I was curious if it would actually carry the Photo Effects Podcast banner. Oh, across oh, that the would be lake. Cool. That would be cool to have like those planes. Like we'll take planes. two of them. You know we'll those planes? We'll take two like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we're probably getting out of hand. So okay. We're going to let Jeff go that, yeah. and get, go do his stuff. Yeah. And um, So check out the schedule. Here it is right here. We'll post it online. And then um, we're going to go ahead and cut this out. And we're going to have some uh, more coming online as soon as we have an opportunity to have that very first one today at 1 o'clock is going to be the welcome in the auditorium at 1 p.m., and then Bill Fortney is going to speak. Sweet. Oh, Jeff says he's, he's got to have something else. He's going to say something no, else. No, I was just going to say, it's, you know, bye, everybody. Oh, okay. bye, everybody. Do you, do you recognize that voice from CaptureTV.tv? Bye, TV? Yeah. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next time on CaptureTV.tv. You do all it right. even better than I do. <laughs> oh, I, well, that's because I had a little bit of coffee today. That's all. Oh, my God, look. I love the hair. Good morning. How you doing? Just say hello. We know who you are, but you don't know us. I don't. That's okay. I know, no. Like I bet your last name is like Davis. Oh, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, we, we are <laughs> cheating a little bit. We have all the stuff right there. But I've known you for a long time, so follow your work. We don't have any cards. We completely ran out. But maybe we can have you interview we, on the podcast. We do have your, uh, cards here. We can write stuff. Oh on. God, we're so cheap. <laughs> all right, Thanks. we're gonna. We're going to cut the... Bob, yeah, you want to hop on here for a second and just say like what you're doing? Hop on, on that little microphone right there over there. All right. We have a little impromptu here. We're going to have Bob Davis jump on the microphone. Yeah, we thought this was going to be like a five-minute... Right uh, there on that orange one. Let's go ahead and crank him up. Oh, that's perfect. Quite the setup. Look at this. Right out of the box. I know. We call it the box. Is it it's pretty like awesome? It's like an octopus with yeah. all these... Can you bring that mic closer? Just bend it any which way. There you go. There you okay. go. Any which way you like. There you go. That right. is awesome. And if you want to hear the... So your Facebook Live? Yeah. yeah. Yes, your yeah. Facebook Live as well. Here, let me let me hook you up here. Hook me up. Hook him up. Hook my, him up. You caught me up after my morning hike. You nice did a hike? Quiet, That's medicating awesome. Medicating out by the lake, far different than the big city of Chicago. I need, Chicago. The, I need an extension. Not quieter. We, we have some extensions in How's the that? box. That's, that's cool. Is that pretty awesome? It's like surround sound. Wow. Oh, you yeah. could bring it down a little bit. Oh, there, there you go. There How's you go. that for you? Yeah, we was can it, adjust was it. Was it feedback? No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. just really loud. Really loud. Okay. 
we're very kind of like high density guy. Why don't we spin that camera around so we can see Bob okay, doing this yeah, thing? That, do that would be a lot more fun. I think everybody already knows what we look like. There's Bob. Bob. All right, so the amazing Bob Davis is yeah. going to be speaking soon. So, Bob, tell us about your program tonight at 7 o'clock. Well, tonight at 7, we're just going to go through lighting and lighting techniques. Because as photographers, you know, we can't practice our craft without light. And I feel that the craft of photography is suffering with technology. And what I mean by that is cameras and technology has enabled anybody that if you shoot enough frames, you're going to get something. And then with post-production, you could take it to another level. My background is in film. I was a photojournalist. So... You were accountable for what you produced. So that's shooting with purpose, and it's knowing your different emulsions and light and craft. And I always want to bring that back home that, you know, we get paid as professionals to photograph people in any given situation, but it doesn't mean the light is always great. So you have to have options. You know, you get paid to make these photographs. And my, my photo editor, Bob Catalog, told me when I got my first job at the Chicago Sun-Times, he said, kid, here's your assignment. Come back with a good picture or don't come back at all because we can't publish an excuse. Right? <laughs> love it. Love so it. So I've embraced that my entire career. I can't go in and say, oh, I'm really sorry. It's too sunny. Sorry about those hard shadows under your eyes. Or, you know, I hear a lot from wedding photographers, the church is a cave. It's terrible. I'm like, really? Okay. We can light that. We have technology now that makes it easier than ever with instantaneous feedback. It's just knowing that craft and practicing and then taking the time to do it. So many folks come to great events like this, and sometimes I believe it's just for entertainment because right. they absorb all this knowledge, and it's amazing, and it can be overwhelming, but then they don't go home and practice it. Hmm. You know, I've covered a lot of sports in my career, and uh, one story I like to share a lot is about Michael Jordan. You know, I was with the Chicago Sun-Times, so I'd be on the floor whenever he was on the floor. Because if he stubbed his toe and couldn't play or hurt himself in practice, it's big news. So, you know, travel with the team and all this. And so That's finally cool. I'd say, hey, man, why are you here three hours before the game? That means I got to be here. Why? Right, right. This is boring, watching you practice and dribble and shoot around. And, and he really said, what I'm doing is I'm feeling the floor and I'm practicing. Right? I'm taking my free throws. I'm knowing where the floor might have a bit of a dead spot, things like that. Mm. And I'm practicing on this floor, setting myself up for success. So when they throw me that ball and I'm at the top of the key or something and I take that shot, I've made it in practice. So in my mind, I know I'm going to make it during the game. Mm. And that's one thing that I've always embraced is that practice ethic when I learned from him. So even still to this day, I practice things all the time. Well, I think you have to. And we're probably out of the box, so you probably don't know us. So we, we don't have any sponsors. We can speak our mind. Awesome. Yeah. And I like how you're going there because the class I'm teaching today is on metering. Sure. Because I mentor a lot of photographers, and it's just basically sh- – they don't even understand the controls at all. They just keep shooting until the back of the screen looks good. And they have no idea what the meter is telling them. My train is a photojournalist as well. You got dropped off someplace with a camera full of 50 rolls of film, one flash, three lenses, and two cameras. And then, like, okay, you have, like, 24 hours come back with something. Exactly. And these people have no idea. They don't understand that practice doesn't make perfect. It makes better. Exactly. So I'm I'm looking forward to your program a lot. I think it's going to be fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to sharing it. I I love hearing from people later on when they tell you 
wow, you know, bringing a light in when I wouldn't think I would need one really made a big difference. And now they're making more money. They're getting mm -hmm. more jobs. And people, you know, your clients don't know a good picture from a great picture, right? They know good from bad. That's true, yeah. You know, so we can't get caught up in uh, thinking our clients are a photographic competition for an audience, right? Yeah, right, right. Because everything isn't a photographic competition. But you always want to bring that same energy as if it was for your client. Oh, I'm, I'm going to love that. So what kind of sponsors do you have? For this uh, show here. Come on, I know you got some sponsors you sure, can give them. Sure, sure. Well, uh, hey, big shout out to Canon. Canon yes. brought me here, you know, so I I really love that Canon is committed to education. And that's really cool because they know their cameras have this technology behind them. But it could do way more than that if you know how to exploit it. And you know what the metering is. You know how to read a histogram. You know, to me, it's amazing Going back to film days, you'd have this bag and you'd, you'd have ectochrome 160 for tungsten. You know, you'd have to shoot chrome because back then the paper wanted chrome, not color negative. Then you'd have to shoot black and white. You know, so you had to know what all these different emulsions and things would do. Now, you're, that's your picture style. You've got different types of film and looks right. with your picture style. You've got fluorescent built into the camera. You've got tungsten film built into the camera. So why not do that at the beginning and save your time on the back end? I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather be out doing something, even if it's just talking to people and hanging out at the coffee shop, than sitting behind the computer in Lightroom trying to fix things for eight hours. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, being from a film, we're both film guys. You know, yeah. Jim shot film as well. I did, but I didn't, I didn't uh, print any. At what but, point did well, we did. start <laughs> shooting digital and then we decided to become our own lab? Like, how did that happen? I don't think we made that decision. I really don't. I think it was kind of, in many respects, thrust upon us. Was it? I, I really just... feel like it. Because even at times today, I'm like, uh, you know, I don't want to do this. Yeah. You no. Know? Well, and like he's explained before, uh, the, the, the processors, the lab, were the digital processors of exactly. the day. It, it's like, if you had a bad picture, you could have them fix it, just like now. You know, or a great picture or, make it great. Exactly. Yes. Look at all your great photographers from the past that shot film. They had lab people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. They even Ansel Adams had a print guy. Yes. That would print for him. Well, here, here's the thing. I don't. I, I hate to say it, but I mean, how good were they? You know, was it their lab? I, obviously, they sure. were great. But you know what I'm saying? Well, if you could look at the old prints from life, and I think there was a website somewhere they actually showed the photographer's notes on the test prints, oh. like dodge here, burn there, mm -hmm. yes, right, you know, yes, vignette right. this, uh -huh. and you'd see these cool hashtag and marks written on a black and white test print or a colored test print with a grease pencil. Yes, I've seen. And then those. the lab tech brought that to fruition. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I saw it when I worked as a photojournalist. Right, you'd be out shooting, you drop off your film, you drop off your notes, and you come back and. Here's this image. And I had photographers that I worked with that are like, I will never use flash. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I kind of bought into that for a little while. And one of my best mentors, you know, he's a Pulitzer Prize winner and he never shot flash. We go to shoot this big extra alarm fire and I'm pretty young. We're shooting together. I'm amazed I'm there with him. 
and he stays back. He goes, yeah, you go up close, get those shots, you know. And there's literally firemen lowering people out of a window on a ladder, you know. And I got a lot of blurred pictures. He was smart. He stayed back to kind of silhouette these guys and got an amazing images. And I've got blur. blur. Uh-huh. I'm like, never again. I'll have the option if I want to use the flash or not. Know how to use it manual. Back then, there was no TTL. Right. No, no, no. We didn't have TTL. No. So when when did you start? What what camera would did you would you start with at the newspaper? Um, Canon AT1. AT1. Yes. All manual. Yeah. Was that before it was the AE? Yes. No, they they had AE ones at the time. Okay. But the uh, photo editor I was working with, he didn't believe in anything automatic. So the AT one was yep. complete manual. Complete manual. Yeah. That thing yeah, was the, a brick. Yeah, AE one had the awesome. little auto program or something. It would on do it. program yeah. and aperture mm-hmm. priority. Yeah, that that was an awesome camera. I'm I'm a Nikon shooter. Sure, but I actually started with the AT one. Well, before that, it was an Argus C three, but that's how old I am. <laughs> but the AT one was a solid brick. That oh, I thing had it was... modified to put the motor drive on it when they came out for the A one. Yes, yes. Yep. So we had it modified you... so it would shoot five frames a second. Man, that thing that was a that was a camera. Oh, and, sure. we, and then back then we had like two eighty threes and two eighty five Vivitars for flash. That was it. And I did off camera flash then, you know, because the, you'd have these. Uh, portable lighting kits you could check out but i mean they were a ton right and then you get on location and try and find a place to plug in yeah pain in the butt so i i used to walk around with 285s 283s 20 foot long pc sync cables or Uh. optical slaves (laughs) you know (laughs) and i would start photographing press conferences with the technique that i now perfected called the triangle of light but back then, you're a victim if someone else pops a flash yeah, and right. it's popping yours yeah. and you're waiting for a recycle. You know, it was far more challenging. Now, with dedicated radio control, right, and you right. can decide, do you want a TTL, manual? Yeah. Huh? I mean, it's the creativity is yeah. just endless. Oh, yeah. So don't you think that with all the advances we have in technology, because we've advanced a lot from what we just talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't we have better photos? Again, it goes back to the craft, right? Today's younger society, they want to be instantaneous social media success. Right. And there is tremendous amount of outstanding work on social media. But you don't see the hours on the back end that they put into creating those images. So I, I'm still a firm believer in having that solid foundation, knowing exactly what the holy trinity of exposure is. What does ISO do? How does it relate to shutter speed and aperture? And it doesn't matter if you're using flash, continuous light, daylight. That affects everything. Right. And then color. Oh, God. Color, you know, if you want to get really in the nitty-gritty of exposure, remove the color and just focus on tones. Exactly. But I'm I'm just going to say it. I think photographers today have become lazy and complacent. Again, I can't. I can't say it's lazy or complacent or dependent on technology. Maybe, maybe that's a better word. Yeah, maybe that's, it's a depend on technology. You know, yeah, because they're spoon feed, they're spoon fed. Here's this amazing tool. Bam, go shoot. But they don't understand that, you know, the camera is just a tool. They're all calibrated to reproduce 18% gray. And when you're photographing something, like you guys have black shirts on, yes. right? And we're kind of in this dark environment. If my meter reads off your black shirt, it's going to say, whoa, you need more light. Right. Right? Now mm-hmm. your shirt's turning gray. Now we got to go into post-production and bring our blacks down. And then we got to selectively open up your faces. Right, right. right? We're, if you just said, okay, we're going to do an incident meter reading. 
boom. The light falling on your face is the same light that's falling on the black shirt. I want that black shirt to be black. I want the white tones to be white. And an incident is a great way of learning where those tones are going to fall. So then when you're looking through the camera and you're looking at your meter, you could say, what do I want to prioritize? Well, if my camera meter reads predominantly dark and I want those darks to remain dark, well, I know I need to underexpose. Kind of goes back to the zone system. A Dude, black horse. He's, he's basically telling me my program tomorrow. Oh. That's ex- <laughs> like that, that right, would you just explain in such crystal clear manner? It takes me 20 minutes in my program. Well, sure, because <laughs> folks don't, don't get it. They don't. They weren't made to go, whether it's a dark room or a digital dark room, to make that test print. And let's make six prints. So we're going to start off with the suggested meter reading from the camera, right. print it at that, and then we're going to underexpose it by two and actually print it so it's black, black. And then let's say, you know, people have a hard time photographing in the snow, white on white. Well, white on white, if you want it to be true white, that's like almost plus three from what the camera's going to say. But then you're going to have zero detail in the whites. Right. So you want to bring it down to maybe plus two. And then your whites are going to remain white, right? So white on white is the same as black on black or just multiple tones. It's understanding that reproduction. But we were taught that. Exactly. In film, it wasn't like the, the whole thing. People were like, oh, I'm just going to zero the meter out. That doesn't do anything for you unless you no. photograph an 18% gray card. Exactly. So... I just feel upset sometimes that the young kids come up, and I, I want them to be happy in photography. I want them to enjoy sure. it, but they have an unrealistic expectation that just pointing a highly expensive piece of equipment is going to give them a highly valuable image, and it doesn't. Well, don't you think that circles right back to craft? Yes, absolutely. You're completely correct. If you not practice what you're doing, you're going to continue to get what you've been getting, which is crap. Well, Not crass. No, not exactly. <laughs> um, I love to observe and learn and travel. So a big lesson I learned was in Italy and Florence. And I went to Michelangelo's studio. And you're walking around and you see the David. It's at the end of this long hall and it's got this beautiful dome over it. And it looks like sunlight coming in, but it's, of course, controlled light. And it's just spectacular. But along the corridor walking in, you see all the many progressions of David being practiced. Here he is carving his hands in stone. Here's his head that wasn't quite right. So in our imagination, we think he just goes up with a hammer and chisel. Bam! Cranks out David. But when you're in the gallery... You get to see the years of Hmm. practice with just these chunks of stone, like this was going to be his hand. Mm -hmm. Here's how he was forming his head. You know, and then the mistakes that happened. Think about it. You hit the stone the wrong way, and boom, there goes his nose. Yeah. You know? So by the time when he finally made the final one, there had been all these other practice creations before it. it. It's amazing. And it's all about practicing. If you don't get out there and actually experience, all you're going to do is hear about everybody else doing it. And I, I think the program's going to be fantastic. Well, listen, let's go ahead well, and wrap thanks. this up. Yeah, we didn't expect up. this to be this long, but we're so glad you popped by. Uh, thanks, thanks. Okay. I, I, you can tell I'm passionate about this. Oh, uh, absolutely. And yeah. I think the whole photojournalist thing, the way we were trained, is much different than a, a studio yeah. photographer, sure. for example. You know, we were, we were really into our reflective metering because we couldn't have everybody stop the scene and walk up with an instant light meter. Where this studio photographer, that was his bread and butter. He had everything preset. Subject came in. The camera's on rails. He just moved it in position. Click, we're done. 
we had a little bit more of that adventurous but high risk, high reward type system. Definitely. So and what I, do you do with all those variables that are thrown at you? You learn. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, Bob, go ahead. Where, where can we find you? Where can we see see your work and your you, you know all about you? Well, our brand is Bob and Don Davis Photography. So that's BobandDonDavis.com. And then we also we have a passion, my wife and I, for teaching, and that's at DavisWorkshops with an S.com. And they're all okay. linked back and forth. Sure. Yeah, okay. we'll definitely put your links on our podcast show notes. Yeah. We're going to put that up live now. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you yeah. so much. And just a couple of little notes on the live feed. Uh, uh, Pam Stukenborg from Tulsa, Oklahoma, says, saw, saw Bob in St. Louis. He is terrific. And Jennifer Tiffany from Oklahoma City, or actually more, Oklahoma, she says, yes, the camera is a tool, but it isn't the brain creating the art. It's crucial to know how to use the tool properly. Just well said. Point those well out. Said. Well so, said, thank Jennifer. You. That Thanks is for awesome. In. Pleasure. So, okay. Well, well thank you lot, so Bob. much, Bob. Thanks, it was guys. very nice seeing you again. And uh, Chit Chat, we're looking forward to your presentation today. And well, if you guys you. have a chance, come out and see us at Bedford's Photocon in Little Rock, Arkansas. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Visit our world headquarters at photofaxpodcast.com.